Hi, and welcome to Culture Lit, a podcast and community that explores Black women and romantic love through the lens of romance novels. I'm your host, Octavia Marie. Each episode of Culture Lit trains a spotlight on a new Black romance novel and then deep dives into the many themes facing Black women and love after 40. Be ready to laugh, sigh, and talk about Black women falling in love, yes, sex too, and the Black authors writing their stories. As 2022 came to a close, my world was turned upside down. What I thought would be a routine colonoscopy revealed I had stage three colorectal cancer. Shit, I was still navigating the aftermath of COVID, lockdown, and being outside again, pondering the direction I wanted for my life. What I landed on was refusing to tiptoe through life only to arrive safely at death's door. What I learned from my journey through treatment is that in this lifetime, if you're lucky, you'll get a hundred years, yet it'll never be enough. There's always more to see, more to do, and more to become. So I chose not to tiptoe. I choose to take up space, make an entrance, and walk the path less traveled. And when necessary, I'll forge my own way. I will never allow myself to be small or molded into someone else's version of me. I ain't tiptoeing anymore. Few people may remember I was here, but those who knew me will say she was fearless. Not because I was devoid of fear, but because I never let fear dictate my journey. Let's create memories. Take that leap and do it even when we're scared. Because remember, we ain't tiptoeing. I'm diving back in and bringing more of my Culture Lit podcast, delving into the world of Black love and Black romance novels. During my treatment and now through my recovery, of which I'm still on the road to recovery, I embrace my love of romance novels to get me through. In keeping with that theme of embracing second chances, today I have an amazing novel to discuss. One that delves into the complexities of love, loss, and the journey to rediscover it. Join me as I embark on the powerful journey within the pages of Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan. Before I Let Go features a divorced couple, Yasmin and Josiah. This novel stands out from other romance novels by portraying the journey of a divorced couple. Now that's a thing not commonly explored in the genre. They are very broken as a couple and as a family. They've been divorced for about two years. They have two children, but they own a business that they run together, a restaurant in Atlanta called Grits. It brings a sense of maturity and relatability to the story, delving into the complexities of adult relationships. Yasmin and Josiah find themselves in therapy and co-parenting their children. Their divorce was not an easy decision. And the reasons behind it are devastatingly relatable. Their journey towards reconciliation is both heart-wrenching and inspiring. Through the dual perspectives of Yasmin and Josiah, we witness their imperfections, their struggles, and their growth. It's a reminder that relationships are a journey, and true love can find its way back even after devastating losses. Hey girl, hey. 
If you're enjoying the show, make sure you sign up for our occasional newsletter and join our community at culturelitpodcast.com, where we share book reviews, you can interact with our guests, and you'll have a chance to tell me your story and be a part of our community. That's culturelitpodcast.com. Now, back to the show. Another captivating aspect of the book is its integration of Southern cuisine. For all the food enthusiasts out there, this novel serves up a delightful treat with its mouth-watering descriptions and the inclusion of some incredible recipes. I'm not a chef, so I haven't tried any of the recipes in the book. Prepare to savor the flavors and aromas as you immerse yourself in the story. One of the central themes in Before I Let Go is the importance of healing and self-discovery. Yasmin's journey in therapy resonates so deeply with many readers, including myself. Learning to be gentle with oneself. That's something I've had to struggle with during my treatment. And so I completely understand learning to forgive our failures and grain ourselves some grace. These are some vital lessons we can all relate to. It's empowering to see these concepts normalized and integrated into the storytelling. Before I Let Go takes us on an emotional roller coaster as we witness the couple's profound despair and brokenness. Yasmin and Josiah face unimaginable losses. These events take a toll on their relationship, plunging them into deep depression and grief. However, the story also offers glimmers of hope and joy, reminding us that even amidst the darkness, love and happiness can find a way. And I needed that during my treatment. There were some moments where I could have gone down a rabbit hole of depression, but reading and reading this story and some of the other novels that I read during treatment helped me to stay above all of that. But there's also this chemistry between Josiah and Yasmin that's kind of a slow burn. I usually like my romance novels a little bit more spicy, but you can feel the attraction is palpable between them. Even though they're not a couple doing a big portion of the book, there's still some real chemistry. You can feel it, which leads to a very spicy garage sex scene. I'm not going to provide any spoilers there. I'm going to let you read that on your own. When we start the book, Yasmin has already been in therapy. She's on antidepressants. She's on the upswing. And I think readers sometimes get the impression Kennedy Ryan's books are sad and heart-wrenching. Now, don't get me wrong, Before I Let Go definitely has some of that, but there's also so much joy. One of the great things about Before I Let Go is that it's told from a dual perspective, and I like that. The book would have still been amazing told from Jasmine's perspective, but then as you get into the therapy aspect of it, I think it's critical in understanding what this couple is going through, and I think getting these moments of Josiah and his point of view are critical in this book. I think having Josiah's point of view was a much more immersive storytelling experience. Neither Josiah or Yasmin are perfect characters, and that's a good thing. You're not going to agree with all of their decisions, and that's the point. You get to go on their journey with them and witness their healing and how they grow. As you read their story, you get to see that there's a terseness in Josiah. And I think if we had not gotten his point of view in the storytelling, we may not have understood him. And I also think we wouldn't have liked him as a character. We as readers would have misunderstood that part of his personality. 
There's a part in the book where Josiah snaps at Yasmin. And because we're in his point of view when it happens, he sees that he's hurt her. He sees, I've hurt her. And he's like, I'm an asshole. And he's asking himself, how do people do this? Like, it's so hard for me to be with her. They have the rhythm of running their business together, co-parenting their children. It's a forced proximity of sorts. So he's like, how do people do this? How am I supposed to be with her, but not be with her? When I thought this was the person I would spend the rest of my life with. How do people pretend they're not, you know, that that the whole world has not collapsed on them? And they're like, you know, a beam is on their chest. You know, he's like, how am I supposed to do this? And I feel like that kind of inner dialogue, not having the benefit of what we wouldn't really understand, how hurt Josiah is by the divorce and how much he resents losing her. And he has this one line where he says, I'm really bad at losing you. And what I get from that is that he's not good at doing life without Yasmin as his partner. Before I Let Go showcases the complexities of grief, the various ways that people cope with it. Some characters run from grief while others confront it head on. Kennedy Ryan masterfully explores different types of mourning, from mourning a relationship to mourning the collapse of a marriage and the loss of loved ones. I think it's a testament to the depth and intricacy of the human experience. One thing that struck a chord with me personally was the importance of self-compassion. Yasmin's journey mirrors my own experience with my therapist, where I've learned to be gentle with myself. Because I can be very hard on myself, too. I'm a classic firstborn older child. And as I started digging more into that and giving myself grace, forgiving yourself when you feel like you failed, Before I Let Go beautifully portrays the necessity of concepts like grace and forgiveness, not only for Jasmine, but also for the readers who may resonate with these struggles. There's a lot of on-page therapy in this book, which I think is meant to help normalize therapy. While Yasmin has embraced therapy, there are two very emotional incidents in this book. They send Yasmin into a very deep depression, but Josiah really doesn't stop to process his grief and the cumulative losses, including losing his wife to divorce. It's a lot of loss, and Josiah starts off very resistant to therapy, which is also so relatable because so many people are resistant to therapy primarily because they view it as stigmatizing. So I think this was an amazing arc for the character as a model for those people to see themselves and to see his growth, to see how much therapy really was a part of Josiah's healing journey. This feels like a romance for grown-ups. There's living and life in their story that I think so many women will connect with. It's a powerful story about a divorced couple and their reconciliation and then the life that they lived and built together and how they were able to overcome the hard balls from life and kind of prioritize themselves in their relationship. As I watch and talk to my close friends about marriage and life, one thing I learned is that they all come to a point in their marriage where they're like, am I going to be able to do this forever? Or, you know, this person really gets on my nerves and I really get on their nerves. Or, you know, they just have those kind of bumps in the road. I think Kennedy Ryan skillfully crafts this layered narrative, expertly balancing the moments of heartache with moments of levity. Before I Let Go is an emotional and powerful tale that will resonate with readers evoking tears, laughter, and a renewed appreciation for the strength of the human spirit. 
So that's it for me for now. Thank you again for joining me on this exploration of Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan. I hope I've piqued your interest and inspired you to dive into this heartfelt and transformative second chance romance. Join us next time as we uncover more remarkable Black romance novels. Until then, keep reading and embracing the beauty of love in all its forms. You've been listening to Culture Lit with Octavia Marie. And that's all for us this week. Be sure to listen, download, or subscribe to more episodes of Culture Lit. You can find Culture Lit on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, please be sure to leave a review and let us know what you think. Don't forget to talk to me on social or share your Black love stories at Becoming Octavia Marie on Instagram or XO Octavia Marie on Twitter. Make sure you sign up for our occasional newsletter and join our community at culturelitpodcast.com.